For today's podcast, Dr. Smith, you've come in today because we want to do an update. Um, I want to go ahead and give the date now, just in case people are listening to this later so they know exactly where we're at. So if you're listening to this on the day we record, this is Monday, it's August 2nd, and uh, we've been following recent developments of COVID-19 data. We've had uh, ongoing conversations with health officials and certainly then within our leadership. And so I'm just going to hand it off to you and, and let's talk about where we're at now that we're a week out from school, if you would. Well, as you indicated, we have frequent conversations with the health department and other health officials in Vanderbilt County, and we're very grateful for those. Unfortunately, uh, last week we had 500 cases of individuals that had uh, tested positive for COVID-19. The week before that, 214. The week before that, 125. So I think folks can easily see that it's doubling nearly every week um, and more so in the last two weeks. So as we've said all along, we want to base our decisions on science and on the medical community's advice. And we also want to make certain that we can provide parents with some uh, readily obtainable and objective measurements. So what we're doing is we are referring to the Indiana Department of Health uh, website. And if we could put that up on the screen, they do have county metrics for each of our counties. Then hovering over Vanderburg County, you can see uh, the data there, and it actually shows that our weekly two metric score is 1.5. So in consultation with health department and other medical officials, we've decided that any time that metric hits 1.5, there is considerable spread in our community, which is uh, something that we are very concerned about. And when it reaches a spread of 1.5 or greater, then we are going to require a mask of everyone inside the school facilities. When it is 1.0 or lower, then we will go back to making mask a recommendation. So I think it's important to note that uh, this is based upon science. It's based upon the evidence that we have. Uh, I also hope and uh, fairly certain that this is not going to be a situation that we found ourselves in last year last year. In other words, it's not going to be a year-long uh, mandate to wear a mask, but um, we do think this is a prudent thing to do at this time to stop the spread of COVID. So let, let me follow that up with a few things. So first of all, if we could put that back on the screen, I do want to look back at that map again. And I think it's important people know that, again, school is going to start here in a week. And we're talking about what you've just shared inside EVSC facilities. And you can go to this. It's on the Indiana Department of Health's website. You can follow this on a daily basis. And, and you'll notice they use the color coding system. And if, if you're probably aware as you look at this that, of course, those are counties for people that are listening and, and want to check this out around Indiana. So as you said, we're looking at that number. You can see Vandenberg County currently is in 1.5, hence your uh, point that you just made about 1.5 and above. Uh, we'll be wearing masks here when school opens. Now, again, I, I want to make sure people understand this. These numbers are, fl are, are fluid. They are going to move either up, hopefully not, or down if conditions change for the better. So certainly if those change for the better, as you laid out those metrics, then we could be back to a situation where we would recommend as opposed to require masks, correct? Right. And we've said all along that uh, in concert with the community, these are community conditions, and we are definitely in this together. 
Um, we've said numerous times that last school year, EVSC was the largest district in the entire Midwest to be open for in-person instruction each and every day. One of those mitigation strategies and the layering of strategies was wearing masks. Uh, we were hopeful that we wouldn't have to do that at the beginning of the school year or any time during the school year. Unfortunately, the Delta variant has come on much, much stronger. Um, so uh, as we have been watching it all summer long, we were hopeful uh, last week that we would not have to do the mask mandate. However, you cannot discount that there were 500 cases in Vanderburg County last week. You have to go back to February where we had 500, and then it took us till the end of May before we were into single digits on a daily basis. Uh, I don't believe that it will take us this long or that long this time. And I know this is not an apples to apples comparison, but based upon the research that we've done uh, out of Europe, basically the Delta variant spikes in two months and then will uh, recede. So we're about a month in. Uh, I don't want people to infer anything from that other than um, we do believe that, uh, that it will seed or, or, or re, uh, reduce over uh, the next several weeks if we put these layered strategies in place. So we always were going to do thorough, frequent hand washing, always going to deeply sanitize our, and clean our facilities, uh, always asking parents to do a health screening for their kids before they send them in. Um, so we do know now, and as well as the social distancing, and so basically, yeah, talk to us about that classroom arrangement specifically yes. with social distancing. Last year at this time, the CDC and others put out social distancing and desk had to be six feet apart. Uh, in the spring of this year, they changed that guidance to three feet as long as they're all facing in the same direction. So that's how we've set up our classrooms. Desk are three feet apart, all facing in the same direction. Uh, so when we put those layered mitigation strategies in place, the last one that we will add and the first one that we would take off would be mandatory mask wearing. And, you know, when you talk about that layering of mitigation strategies, you've said this many times. I'm using your words here. It's all about balance. It's balancing the sense of or, or the um, focus on keeping our students and our staff safe and healthy, but also balancing that with academics uh, and the learning for students and, and making sure they're learning in the best environment possible. We feel like this decision today, though, an, another reason for this is we feel like this is what is necessary at this point in time with the data to ensure our facilities can stay open. Because I know for you as the superintendent, that is a very real concern. If these numbers would continue to get worse and you were looking at situations where you had to break that string of uninterrupted instruction. You're correct. And in speaking to healthcare professionals, uh, they advocate time and time and time again, the number one preventative measure or mitigation strategy is a vaccine. Well, we have well over 11,000 students that cannot be vaccinated because they're younger than 12. So what is it that we can do? And, and when you're talking about balancing the need to stop the spread of COVID, plus also the desire for us to have the best learning, optimal learning environment possible, Balancing those two, I, I think we had taken that balanced approach before. We're still taking the balanced approach, but when you have 500 new cases in one week, then we have to make certain that we are taking all of that in totality. So that's why we're requiring masks. And really, this is why we've said ever since, if you go back to June 21st, when we initially posted our opening plan for this school year, then we did an update in July 
all throughout that process, we've been saying anything subject to change based on the current COVID conditions and the way the picture looks now, unfortunately, it looks very different than it looked back at that point. So we did see that that was a possibility. Uh, we certainly have kept those conversations going and have kept analyzing that data to be up to speed on that so that unfortunately a decision has to be made, but we're going to do whatever it takes to make sure people learn in a safe learning environment. Correct. And we also, while I certainly did not enjoy putting the mask back on, I'll do what I need to do to keep our kids and our community safe. So we just wanted to provide some additional clarity. We wanted parents and everyone to be able to look at those objective measurements that we're reviewing. So anyone can go to the Indiana Department of State's health uh, department website, look at that uh, weekly two metric score. If it is 1.5 or higher, then we will be wearing masks. If it's lower than 1.5, being 1.0 or less, then still definitely have the opportunity to wear a mask. It just not would be a requirement. And I think a couple of points to keep in mind, like you said, we're all looking at the same information. Certainly want everybody to know when they go to that website, when they look at that state county breakdown map, they're looking at the exact same information that we're looking at as we're having those conversations. So there's nothing hidden about this. Uh, also, just to make it clear, too, when you go back to that balancing, keeping people safe and healthy versus that uh, perfect learning environment that we want to make sure we're creating. Now, once we get our students in classrooms where they are socially distanced, according to CDC, three feet apart, facing forward, then masks at times can be let down so that it doesn't, we don't want people to think they're going to have a mask on every single minute that they're in a classroom. Now, when they're up moving, when they're working more closely together, when they're entering an exit, that's what we're talking about. But once we have them in that safer environment, I've heard you say, then masks could come down so that they can relax that just a bit. That's right. As long as they are socially distanced, working alone at their desk, and their desks are at least three feet apart, then that's a different dynamic. Just want to make certain that that then people understand the difference between that as and then a contact tracing, because we still have those uh, strategies sure. in place too. So. Yeah, and those COVID teams that are embedded within each building that did a great job last year, that is extra work, but they did a great job uh, handling that. They're going to continue this year because certainly if we have a situation where we have a possible close contact situation, we want to make sure that we take the necessary steps so that we don't have any spread within our classrooms. Agree. So as I said before, this is not something that we really relished doing. We were hopeful that we could return to school without this. However, I know how important it is that parents can continue to work, so we want to do as much as we possibly can to make certain that everyone is as safe as possible in our schools so that they, if COVID is brought into our schools, we have the mitigation strategies in place so that it doesn't spread, so parents would not have to stay home with their students if they have to... Uh, if they, for instance, would get COVID-19 and then they would not spread it into their families. Okay. So just to recap again, here on August 2nd, we're saying that based on things that have taken place, we are now uh, updating that to the point where now we are going to ask that masks be worn when school starts. We have the soft start coming next week, Monday, Tuesday for A through J, last names of students, K through Z on Wednesday and Thursday, and everyone back in the building together on Friday. So you can expect uh, to see everyone wearing masks during those times, but we're going to continue to monitor the data. And if and when things change for the better, that we certainly hope that will be the case, then perhaps we can start to relax those mitigation strategies of mask wearing just a bit. Any final thoughts you'd like to share? 
Well, once again, we were successful last year with the cooperation, collaboration of the community. I know we will be again this year. We find ourselves in a different situation than we were in one or even two weeks ago. Uh, so we will do what is right and we will make certain that our students and staff are safe. And as soon as we see the density of COVID-19 decrease at levels that we think are safe in consultation with health department officials, then once again, mask will be a recommendation. But right now we have to take the prudent course based upon what science is telling us and the numbers are telling us and masks are now mandatory. Okay, David Smith, thank you for going through this with everyone. Again, we encourage people, as always, follow us on EVSC Facebook. Keep checking the EVSC website at evscschools.com, and you and I are going to keep people updated as this situation moves on, and we promise as we know more, we will let our community know more. So thank you. Thank you.